Welcome to the Modern Math Teacher Podcast, the podcast that will help you use today's best teaching strategies to ignite and excite your students in math class and maybe even make it the best part of their day. Hey, I'm Kristen Moore, a longtime believer that math is so much more than just solving fracks. I went from teaching straight from a textbook to implementing project-based learning and boosting student engagement in my class each and every day along the way. I'm here to give you the PD you need to successfully do the same with your students. Are you up for it? Let's do this. Well, hey there, modern math teacher. You know that dreadful phrase, though, when am I ever going to need this? Today, we're unpacking a project I use in my classroom every year to help address this very important question. It's the Rocket Project, and it's a tried and true fave in my classroom. So we are just getting ready to launch into the project, no pun intended, and I wanted to share that project and the process with you. Now, before we dive into the details, I want to share a little secret with you. If you're intrigued by the Rocket Project and you want to try it out in your classroom, I've got your back. You can head over to my TPT store and find a ready-made version of this Rocket Project. It's all laid out step-by-step, even includes a handy rubric to make grading a breeze. So before we continue, consider grabbing yourself that valuable resource. Now, let's talk about how you can use this project in your classroom. This project is a tried-and-true favorite for several reasons. Number one, the Rocket Project is a fantastic example of applying quadratic functions in a really tangible and exciting way, all about projectile motion, the kind we see in sports, fireworks, and yes, obviously, rocket launches. It's a perfect introduction to quadratic functions because it's real, engaging, and most importantly, really fun. Now, this project ticks all the boxes of quality educational experience. It's real because students can see and experience projectile motion in action. It's relevant because it can connect to their interests, whether they're sports, video games, or current events. And it's rigorous because it combines procedural, conceptual, and application-based math, challenging students to gather data, create models, and analyze them. What sets this project apart is how it allows students to actively model the mathematics that they're learning. They capture their rockets' flights on video and use tools like Desmos to overlay their graphs with pictures of their rockets. This project encourages students to solve a variety of mathematical problems, from multiplying binomials to solving systems of equations. It's an excellent way for them to gain critical thinking skills and a deeper understanding of math concepts that I know we all want to see. Students not only create functions, but they also analyze them, examining the key characteristics and thinking about what those characteristics mean in the context of a rocket launch. This project combines the thrill of a competition with rigorous math education creating a win-win situation for both you and your students. So let's talk about it. What is this Rocket Project? Well, the Rocket Project is a favorite, like I said, because it's modeling one of the easiest applications of quadratic functions because it's the most tangible. It's projectile motion. Projectile motion could be anything from sports, like shooting a basket or kicking a ball or throwing a touchdown, to fireworks, rockets, cannonballs, other weaponry, all sorts of things. Obviously, my students don't necessarily need to be future rocket scientists to have fun with this project. So why do we focus in on rockets when there may be more obvious connections between their interests and quadratic functions? And the answer to that is really simple. I want them to have fun with this project and I want them to succeed. This project gets my students into design thinking mode. It brings out healthy competition and creativity. And most importantly, they get to have fun. It's a great first project for the school year because it's a quick and easy win for them. But it also gets all the components of a quality project in that it is real, relevant, and rigorous. So let's unpack that. 
As I mentioned, projectile motion is one of the most easily seen and applied ways in which polynomial functions can be seen and modeled in the real world. When I give them abstract ideas like profit optimization and housing costs and design and plant growth, their eyes just glaze over. They can't see the connection between the items I've mentioned and the math they're working with. However, projectile motion is very visible and very tangible to the students. So it gives them a grounded way to connect their math content to the topic at hand. This project is relevant in that there are a myriad of ways to make sure this project is relevant to our students. By circling around the idea of projectile motion as a whole, I can easily tie in a number of the interests from my students. Any athlete in my room can help demonstrate the motion of their respective sport. And we can also connect back to familiar video games and apps that they've all likely played that contain projectile motion. That's, of course, got to be Angry Birds and also Worms. By giving them multiple contexts to connect to students, they can actually picture the math overlaid on top of the real-world context that I'm showing them. Additionally, I can connect it with trending topics in the world, including its unfortunate modeling of various weaponry, and we can have a discussion about advancements in technology that have led to smarter weapons, longer ranges. It's honestly not always a pleasant conversation, but depending on the world's status at the time, it can be an important one to have. And just like I always want to keep it real with you, I always want to keep it real with them. And that brings us to rigorous. The standards that we are using combine all three domains of rigor, procedural, conceptual, and application-based. Inside the project, my students are gathering data about the distance and the time in flight so they can use that information to create a best-fit model of their flight of their rocket and prove that theirs went the highest or the furthest. We look at the data in two ways, one where the height is based on time in flight and one where distance is based on time. And let's break them both down in case you're unsure of the math involved. So we first use a very simple model where we use the physics equations for projectile motion and the gravitational constant, along with our launch and landing times to create a quadratic model in intercept form. From there, the students expand out to standard form and also convert to vertex form. Students use these models to find and check all their key features, the axis of symmetry and the vertex, along with the projected maximum height of their rocket. Now, it's a little trickier when we're talking distance and time, so you want to make sure that you've already studied systems of equations. To model the rocket's flight path with a quad function using distance and time, we start with a standard form of an equation, where y is going to be the distance traveled and x is going to be the time. Your goal is to figure out the values of a, b, and c that fit your rocket's data. So here's kind of a step-by-step guide for you. One, you've got to start by collecting data. You want to gather data point on how far the rocket travels at different time intervals. For example, one second, two seconds, three seconds. Then we need to identify key points. We need three points to determine the coefficients A, B, and C. These points can be chosen from your data. For instance, you could choose three time distance pairs. Time one, distance one, so time at one second and what the distance was. Time at two seconds and the distance. Time at three seconds and the distance. And now we can set up the equations. So we can use standard form to set up three equations based on these data points. For each point, we'll get a set of three equations that we're going to solve using a three by three elimination approach. 
And at this point, it's up to the students to solve that system. You've now got a system of three equations and three unknowns, A, B, and C, and you can use various methods like substitution or elimination to solve for these coefficients, just depending on what your students already know. Once you've figured out A, B, and C, you just put them back in to the quadratic function. And that is it, you guys. We now have two ways to create a quadratic function to model the rocket's flight path. What I love about this project is that it allows students to model the math that they're able to see. Students can capture their flights on video and also take pictures of their rocket. It's amazing to see them build their models and try to overlay their graphs with pictures using a tool like Desmos. This project hits all three of the aspects, model, solve, and analyze, that I want to see when I'm assessing a student's understanding. And so this first step using Desmos, the video, and the picture is that model component. Then I need to see what my students can solve with. So students are able to work fluently with a variety of functions to figure out all the different features we're working with. They get practice in multiplying binomials, solving for the axis of symmetry and the vertex of a function, and also solving that system of equations to find three unknowns that I just mentioned. It's a really great way to get students thinking critically about how to use the data that they've gathered along with the mathematics they know to solve for key information. And it doesn't hurt when there's a little competition to get our students figuring out whose rocket went the highest. Now, the last step here is to analyze. I want them thinking really critically about what's going on. So even through focusing on just one method of solving and modeling the rocket trajectory, you can have students create a function that analyzes all the key characteristics. So the X and the Y intercepts, those intervals where the graph is increasing or decreasing, the axis of symmetry, and of course, the vertex. And you can get the students to think critically about what's happening in each of these points on their graph in the context of the launch, not just the pure mathematics behind it. So as I mentioned, this is a project in process, and we are getting ready to launch it in my classroom this week. This week, students are going to take a quick quiz on those procedural skills of fluently solving for all those key details using quadratics in all three of those forms. So intercept, vertex, and standard. Once I know their procedural skills are set, we're going to get practicing our graphing abilities using some data points. We're going to connect again to the very familiar angry birds, and students are going to be given a few key pieces of information about those birds and their trajectories and they're going to need to create the equation and graph to match. This preps them for the messier data that they'll be collecting next week. Next week, we will build and launch our rockets, and students will get about a day to digest all of that data, turn it into the various forms, and put it all together in a portfolio for me. By scaffolding in those first two assessments, the quiz and the Angry Birds application, I'm able to better set my students up for success in their first hand at the messier modeling, the kind that mathematicians use in their real lives. It's an exciting opportunity and it's a great first project for the year as it gets us all diving in and seeing success. So if you have ever wondered how to make math both engaging and educational, the Rocket Project is a shining example. It's a journey into the world of quadratic functions through real-world applications, making the answer to when am I ever going to need this pretty crystal clear. I hope you'll consider trying this project in your classroom, and I look forward to sharing more exciting stories and strategies with you in the upcoming episodes. Make sure that you head on over to the link in the show notes today to grab your own copy of The Rocket Project. 
And as you launch it with your students, make sure to tag me on Instagram so I can follow your journey as well. You can tag me at more than just X. That's more with two O's, just like me. All right, you guys, that's it. I'm gonna go launch into the rest of my day and get ready for an exciting week. I hope you have a great one too. And as always, until next time, keep it real. Thanks for tuning in to find out today's tips and tricks. Continue the conversation and join the movement to boost student engagement and make math more meaningful inside the Modern Math Teachers Movement on Facebook. Till next time, keep it real.